Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of the Equestrian Performance Mindset Podcast. I am Jocelyn Liliano, I'm an event writer and mindset coach and of course also your host for this podcast. And I am absolutely thrilled that you decided to tune in today because together we are going to make sure that you start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. Happy Monday. As always, I'm here to make sure that you get off to a great start of this week. If you are new to the podcast and our community, then make sure you give the show a follow so that you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. And if you want to know more about everything that we're doing at Mindic, and if you want to receive mindset and performance hacks received to your inbox every single week, then make sure you sign up to receive our weekly mindset and performance hacks. You do so on mindic.eu slash weekly hacks. All you need to do is go to the show notes and click the straight link in there. Now, a couple of days ago, I posted a reel on my Instagram. It was a reel for me jumping at 125 with my mare Queenie. And I can honestly say it was the most confident I've ever felt jumping this height. And one of the factors that I believe have gotten me to that point is what I'm going to talk about today. And that is deliberate practice. So if you are a rider eager to feel confident on these sort of heights or even higher for that matter, then listen up. So first things first, what is deliberate practice? You might have heard about the 10,000 hour rule that it takes 10,000 hours of practice to master any new skill. This would mean that simply sitting on a horse for 10,000 hours would make you a masterful rider. And I think we can all agree that that isn't necessarily true. A really important aspect in mastery of anything is how you practice. And this is where deliberate practice comes in. Practicing deliberately means that you practice in a purposeful and focused manner. Do 10,000 hours of this and you might just actually have a chance of becoming that masterful rider that we are all dreaming about becoming. So what does it then actually mean to practice deliberately? It all sounds so nice to practice with purpose and focus, but what does this actually look like? The first component here that I want to talk about with you guys is specific goals. You need to start with clearly defining what you want to achieve. So for example, this can be to truly be enjoying yourself while competing, to feel confident while competing, to improve up specific aspects of your performance, or reaching a certain level in competition. You can set any kind of goals that you like on any terms you'd like, but one thing that is really important is that they are specific enough for you to know when you have achieved them. So if I ask you, have you achieved it? You gotta be able to give me a clear yes or no answer. Right, so component one, specific goals. Second component in deliberate practice is focused attention. This means that you are entirely absorbed in what you're doing. This means that you eliminate distractions. This means that you are not multitasking. This means that you are not thinking about the past or about the future. This means that you are fully present in the moment, focused on you, your horse and the task at hand. This also means that you focus on improving one thing at a time. Focus all your attention on your posture, for example, until you've mastered this. Then once the posture you want has been learned and automized, only then move on to the next thing. All right, component three, immediate feedback. 
You need to ensure that you get feedback on your performance as quickly as possible. And this could come from a friend, a coach, video analysis, or even your own self-awareness. Something I do want to highlight here, though, is that getting feedback does not mean having someone tell you or judge yourself whether it's right or wrong. This simply means a non-judgmental observation, noticing what is happening without labeling it as right or wrong. So, for example, you or someone else can notice how far from your horse's withers your hands are. Simply noticing without judging whether it's right or wrong it's simply the position your hand is currently at so once you become aware of what is correction to the most effective position for you your horse and the activity you are currently immersed in tends to take place by itself if you manage to stay non-judgmental and simply notice what is all right component four Repetition with refinement. So talking about correction or refinement, as you can also refer to it, in order for your body to learn what works best, you need to allow it to do it again and again and again and again and again. The more parameters that you can keep the same during those repetitions, the better. This means that, for example, rather than jumping an entire course where every line is different, Practice writing the same line again and again and again until your body has learned how to best write this particular line automatically. Another example would be to pick one particular movement out of your dresses program and do it again and again and again rather than writing the whole test. All right, component number five, and this one is really, really important. It might not be the favorite one of all of you, but it's really, really important. Comfort zone expansion. So deliberate practice often involves pushing the boundaries of your comfort zone. In order to perform at your best, there needs to be a certain level of challenge. If it's too easy, your brain and your body won't find it interesting enough to stay focused. And also it won't have a reason to grow and expand its current abilities. So make sure you challenge yourself with tasks that are slightly beyond your current skill level. So. For example, my dressage trainer, he's great with this. Whenever I start out a lesson and things go very, very smoothly, he always finds a way to take things up a notch, making it even more challenging. And I gotta admit, sometimes I really think, man, can you just for one lesson, let us just enjoy this great feeling and ease after all the challenges that we've been through? Do you really have to introduce all those extra elements so that amazing feeling disappears again? But I also know that the reason I've been able to make such amazing progress with both my horses in such a short span of time is because he constantly pushes us. So rather than feeling sorry for myself, I switch those thoughts to gratefulness because I have a trainer that always finds a way to push your comfort zone. Deliberate practice at its finest. All right, guys, we're almost there. Component six, reflection. There is this famous quote that knowledge doesn't come from experience. Knowledge comes from reflecting on experience. And I could not agree more. In order to really make the most out of your training sessions, make sure you take some time to sit down and reflect on them. And this can be very, very simple. I know if we make this too complex, we're going to postpone it. We're not going to do it. It becomes too much for our brain to handle. So I tend to make this really, really simple. And my favorite questions when it comes to reflections are those. First of all, what did I enjoy? Second, what did I learn? 
And question number three, how can I use this to further improve my writing? And that third one, usually these can be things that I want to be aware of going forward, exercises that I want to do or do more of, or other things that I can, action points basically, action points that I can do going forward to further improve my writing based on what I enjoyed or what I learned in the last lesson or at the competition for that matter. So last but certainly not least, you need to make your practice sessions a priority. Deliberate practice isn't a quick fix. It's something that requires consistent and dedicated effort over time. So in order to see meaningful progress, you're going to want to set aside regular focus practice sessions over an extended period of time. All right, so there you got it. A quick introduction to deliberate practice. I'm going to run through all those seven components for you to, so that you can write them down, remember them, make sure you start practicing all of those. So component number one, specific goals. And by the way, if you want to know more about goal setting, we actually gave out a journal recently. So if you go to mindic.eu slash reflection, you can actually download all the journaling questions. This was yearly reflection that we did, yearly reflection and goal setting. So if you're interested in setting this out year correctly and setting goals, reflecting, all this good stuff, make sure you go to mindic.eu slash reflection, links in the show notes, download that journal. You can also go back to episodes and you can listen to me explaining, giving a little bit more context to all those questions. With that being said, component number one, specific goals. Component number two, focused attention. Do one thing at a time. Component number three, immediate feedback, whether that's you, your trainer, self-awareness, video analysis, make sure you get feedback as quickly as possible. Component number four, repetition with refinement. So take that one thing that you're practicing at the moment, do it over and over and over and over again. Component number five, comfort zone expansion. Make sure that you challenge yourself. Make sure you take that extra step out of your comfort zone to that extra level of skills where you're just not comfortable yet. By doing that, you're going to get comfortable eventually. You're going to start feeling confident eventually. Component number six, reflection. And again, make sure you do that yearly reflection, download the sheet, go back and listen to the questions. Anyhow, component six, reflection. Component seven, make it a priority. Right. If you are eager to know more about all of this, make sure you sign up to our weekly Mindset and Performance Hacks. Also, if you enjoyed this episode and you want to support us, make sure you tell your friends about it. Take out your phone, take a print screen, press the share button, send them the link straight to this episode. And as always, I'm going to challenge you to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your writing. Have an amazing week and I'll talk to you next week, Monday.